You're listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. What the f***? Honey? Sound familiar? It doesn't have to be like that. Get AT&T Internet for strong, smart Wi-Fi in your entire home. AT&T. You go, girl. One of these voices you know is the introduction voice to the VO life. The other, well, if you're out there shoveling in the VO dirt, you know who Alice Everdeen is, and you've probably run across her under the codename Leanne, but she is also a VO, and these two ladies are the ladies of Fiverr. Louise Porter and I have been friends for a little while. We met online uh, in, in one of the voiceover groups, and she lives in beautiful Vancouver, Canada, and uh, we, we share pictures a lot, and I get to see a lot of really great shots of where she lives up there and her and her guy Irv and they've both been very helpful to me along my uh, my travels here in the VO world and one of the things we'll talk about today is is having that tribe and having those people that you turn to and go to now here's the other coincidence Louise and Alice have become a tribe as well so they have uh, uh, been helping each other a lot along the way and a lot of what comes along with this is just mental support it's not always the technical help or hey would you listen to this it's just letting you vent now and then because they understand what you're going through so uh, these are a couple of really great ladies who have different experiences they're on different trails uh, climbing through their VO career and I think you're really going to enjoy the ladies of Fiverr, and now from Austin, Texas, have a listen to Alice Everdeen. Mid-State Technical College, career skills first. Learn online or with small in-person class sizes and collaborative learning environments. Develop hands-on skills for your degree or the workforce. Earn a guaranteed transfer to over 24-year colleges and universities, or get in, get out, and get working. And save money while you reach your goal. Make career skills your first choice at Mid-State Technical College. Get started at mstc.edu. This is The VO Life. Positive conversations about living the voiceover life. Inside into the business and day-to-day grind of being a regular Joe VO. From the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. And welcome back to the VO Life. This is the place where we have the best interviews of anybody out there. I don't care what they say on all these podcasts. We have the people that matter because we're the ones in the freaking ditches out here busting our asses trying to make a dollar. Am I right? Am I right? We're digging our graves, but here we are. <laughs> I want to welcome two of uh, two of the ladies of Fiverr, as, as, I, as I like to call them. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's Louise better than Porter. my last nickname, which was Lady of the Night. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Louise Porter, who I've known for a little longer than than I've known uh, Leanne for. But Leanne, are we going to call you Leanne or Alice? We're going to go Alice. We're going to go Alice Everdeen because that is where the money is made, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these two ladies are are. are they're different in what they do with VO, in my opinion. They have a different sound, but they have a uh, they, they have a similar audience, I feel like. They're probably reaching a lot of the same people. And you can hear in their voices. You can hear the difference, just like you, you damn sure yeah, hear Yeah, I sound more like, uh, like Alice's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you're, you're, you're having success in your own ways and different avenues, and we're going to talk about some of that as well. But let me ask the million-dollar question, and we'll start with, uh, with you, Louise. Why voiceover? How did this happen? Well, I'm going to try for the Coles Notes version, but, uh, you know, much like you, you've told the story of when you were a kid and used to play around with your your radio uh, tape recorder and make uh, radio shows and pretend to be the DJ and make up commercials. Mm -hmm. I did the exact same thing, but I didn't know voiceover was a career. Like, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. Um And then when I left uh, high school, I I studied theater, and I I basically wanted to be an actor. Um, So I've been in theater my whole life, 
but uh, never really made much money at it. Um, and I had another career. And um, about 10 years ago, I took a, a voiceover workshop. And I was pretty convinced at that point that I was going to give it a go. But um, I didn't <laughs> because <laughs> the tech side of it really intimidated me. Um, and it wasn't until uh, a couple years ago I was I was struggling in, in my career. I was really stressed out. I was I was really unhappy. And my partner um, really encouraged me to just uh, jump ship mm-hmm. and pursue voiceover. Um, he'd seen me in a couple plays and and was like, you know what, you got this. And he's heard all the accents I can do and all that kind of stuff. So he's like, just do it. You know, just don't give yourself an option. Don't give yourself a backup plan. You can totally do this. You know, you're not uh, paint. The only but the only person who can paint you into a corner is you. So that was a great pep talk, and that's pretty much what happened. I I quit my job and I started figuring out how I was gonna pursue this. Good for you and good for him for encouraging you and supporting you in that because yeah. it takes support. All right, Alice. Well, it does. Kind of He's a rock. Weird. I agree. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So, Alice, tell us about how you got into this. How did it start for you? Well, it was kind of the same as you guys, where I was listening to the radio, and I was the idiot in the car mocking everyone because I thought it was so funny. And then, um, I mean, I'd work, I worked in media for many years. I worked in TV, so I got to know like what sounded good and didn't. And then I moved to an advertising agency, and... Um, as a joke one day at a meeting, I started reading one of the ads and everyone just stopped and was like, that was really good. And I was like, what? (laughs) So I started doing some of the local ads for them. And then at one point, my boyfriend and I decided uh, working is lame and having normal jobs is lame. Uh, Let's travel full time. And so we decided to buy a bus to convert to travel. But I, at the time, pre-COVID, the good old days, my company was completely against being remote. So I was like, you know what? I have a little bit of experience in voiceover. It was fun. Um, I'll just make a Fiverr profile and, you know, see if I can make a hundred extra dollars a month just to, you know, pay for gas. And then three or four months later, I quit my full-time job and was just doing voiceover work. Cool. Cool. Love it. Love it. Good stories from both. And, and I like the, the fact that I think that's what uh, the passion for this is huge uh, for people that are doing well at it. And I hear that in both your stories. There's a passion to do this, to uh, whether it's through the acting side or the creative side, you know, and, and I was always one of those Absolutely. kids. My imagination has always just been off the freaking hook. I, I still, at, at my age, drive around in my car talking to myself all the time. You know, and I think that's, what, I think it's, I think it's what we do. Totally. We're, you know, we're always yeah. thinking and, and, and playing out things in our head. How will this sound if I, you know, if I'm doing this? Mm-hmm. So uh, um, I know you guys are on different platforms, multiple platforms. Uh, what is the like and not like about those platforms? We'll start with you, Alice. Oh, okay. Fiverr is beautiful because I don't have to do anything I don't have to do a damn thing. (laughs) Like people complain about they take 20%, which is absolutely the truth. But for doing all of my marketing for me, I I, I will take it. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that's probably the biggest negative. Upwork, I do get work on. Um, I just find their their website so difficult to use. Um, It's not intuitive for me. I I feel like a senior citizen, like learning how to use a smartphone for the first time where I'm like ho- holding the, the screen like 15 feet back from my face squinting and I'm like, what do I, what do I click on? That's me on Upwork. Um, and then I'm also on Voices.com and, you know, I, I my statistics like based on the website are pretty decent, but it is soul sucking auditioning for forty five parts to get heard a third of the time mm-hmm. and then get booked for one. So do they pay better? Absolutely. It's fun auditioning. You get to you know try a bunch of different characters and roles and companies, but definitely soul sucking in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It, it's tiring. Yeah. If you um, if you look at the true numbers of, I've done 
I don't want to say you've done 1,200 auditions and you've booked 40 jobs. That really makes you go, God. But like you said, statistic-wise, based on their uh, their numbers, you know, you're not bad if you're getting a certain percent conversion, a certain percent of shortlist, and whatever you're doing well. And I'm I, I'm ahead in all of that, but I'm like you. It just it's very draining to to not mm-hmm. get more more wins on there. But there's gosh, there's a lot of competition on there. It's tough. oh for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, Louise, uh, what about you? What are you, where where are you seeing, where are you plowing the field right now? Yeah, I'm on the exact same sites as as Alice. Um, But my experience with Fiverr has been a lot different um, in the sense that it didn't take off for me uh, like it took off for Alice and a couple other people I know. And so I think if you're in that camp, Fiverr can be a lot of work because you're trying to figure out how you're going to get seen because there's not really any options to apply for jobs. So you're really relying on being found. And if you're not being found, you're just not getting any work. Mm -hmm. So that I find a downside to Fiverr. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Whereas whereas with Upwork, I have some control and I can search through jobs, albeit, of course, you know, 90 90 to 95% of them are are terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, But you find some gems and my... I think my conversion conversion rate for what I apply for and what I get invited to interview for is actually quite good. I think it's the same as you, Troy. It's about, I think it's about one in 20. Mm-hmm. So, and the rates are, are, for me, they're better on Upwork. So I do better on Upwork currently than I do on Fiverr. I, I do want to get Fiverr to work for me, though, because I, I do recognize that once it does, um, it can be great. So, uh, and then the same with, with VDCVoices.com. It's... Um, Man, if I had started on there, I don't think I would have kept going because the oh, cool no. thing about yeah, what's that? Same. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off, but I share that sentiment so hard. <laughs> yeah, like this. The cool thing about Fiverr, even when you're starting out and you're just doing stuff for like indie indie game developers and you know maybe students, um, and you're on the lower end, you're still getting like really good feedback. You're still booking jobs. And you're getting reviews, and it's it's really affirming, um, and you're it's a confidence builder. If I'd started on VDC, and like, man, it's just like mm-hmm. like Alice said, it's soul sucking, and it's right. It's it's kind of depressing. Like you're just yeah. like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. And the truth is, you're not doing anything wrong. Probably if you've had coaching and you're, at a, you know, at a certain mm-hmm. level of of performance and skill, and and you have a good setup and stuff like that. It's literally just it's a numbers game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's tough. I, I started a little too early. I think I started in late November. Had I waited till about February or March, after I'd gone through more coaching because because that you know it just hurts your uh, stats because those first few months I, I was not getting anything so that just mm-hmm. kills your stats and I do believe people see your stats I think they look at how many job they know how many jobs you've done on there they you know on the the buyer side they see a lot of stuff um, and the thing that I get most disappointed on there is my demos and the listens to my demos don't go up a lot every week maybe three or four clicks a week and that's that bothers me probably more than not winning jobs on there because I thought people aren't even they don't even find you on there and listen to you. But what I'm forgetting is it's not Fiverr. They're not on there looking for somebody. I was going to say it's a totally, on. totally yes. different model. Yes. Yeah. And I agree with you, Luis, on Fiverr. I've never, quote unquote, caught fire. But if I look at where I was when I started there and where I am now, uh, the average, you know, I got all those five dollar crappy jobs and the ten dollar youtubes and all that junk and paid my dues and got through level one and then you know now pushing through on on trying to get to trs but what i have noticed is you know i look back today i scroll down through my jobs and i was like hmm you know it's 150 dollars 175 dollars 225 dollars it's not the i'm not getting that many of them but it beats the hell out of doing 25 of them a week for five dollars i'd rather do one for 200 you know, yeah, exactly. I just, yeah. you know, I'm not wearing my voice out. I'm not wearing myself out. But like you, I don't feel like I can do, I just don't get that traction that some people get. Now, you go in there and put in Southern male voice. I'm top row or second row all day, every day. But American male voice, you're never going to find me. And it doesn't matter what yeah. I change or what I do. It just doesn't get any better. So uh, 
it is what it yeah. is. I'm just hoping I can make up ground in other places. Um, here's, here's an odd question maybe, and you may not remember this, and you may. A lot of people remember their first time. Well, what was your first paying job on Fiverr? Uh, <laughs> do you remember what it was and how goofy it was, or was it a good job? Um, Alice? Mine, okay, my very first job, I don't know what uh, Fiverr gods were, were watching over me. My first job <clears throat> was for Fiverr. Um, they found me one of the, actually, it's funny cause I just spoke to him for the first time, like over web chat a couple days ago. And I was like, um, thank you for my success. Uh, cause my first job, he booked me for a little ad. Um, but my second job, which makes me laugh was a phone recording for a company. And I remember when I worked at the advertising agency, they'd always tell me, you have to smile more. You have to smile more. Cause like, you can't see me right now, but I have super, super resting bitch face. And that comes across uh, 100% in my voiceovers. So I go from like smiley, like college girl to like, I'm gonna kill you in your sleep real quick. So I did a phone recording for a company and they're like, can you please smile a little more? You sound angry. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, let me, let me do that. So that was my second job. It was, it's one of my, I, I remembered that the other day and I went to go listen to it and I was like, no, I, I can't do that to myself. I'll, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So that was my, that was my first and second jobs. <laughs> That's good. Louise? <laughs> yeah. So my first job was not, I didn't get hired by Fiverr <laughs> at all. Um, I got hired by some really nice young man that I found on the buyer's request that he was just creating his own little animation thing. I think he's, you know, young guy and I think in Poland, um, I, he hadn't finished the animation. So it was just like a script. And I just had to say one line as sort of this, I was playing like a, a, a villain, a villainous bird, like a giant raven or something. <laughs> and he wanted like a, an old, old lady British voice. So, um, I gave him like three, you know, three takes of this thing. He was just over the moon. And then about five months later, <laughs> he sent me the finished one. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but bless his heart, you know, he hired me and he loved it. But then like, I think three or four jobs after that, I landed um, this role play game job where I played 26 different characters. Oh Holy my smokes. God. Yeah. So a lot of my first stuff was character work. Mm -hmm. I hadn't mm -hmm. I hadn't really refined my my commercial read at that point, but I, right. I did have a lot of skill in character and accents. So neat. So that was kind of cool. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, I know I've told you, Luis, but the first job I got on Fiverr, I had to talk about the odor of urine in an elevator. Somebody had was peeing mm. in an elevator. It was a great job, <laughs> you know. Just, how bad it, you know, oh. and, and literally just cursing left and right about how bad it smelled and all this stuff and, <laughs> and I thought is this really what this is about but then my first job on Upwork was a little uh, 15 second YouTube pre-roll ad for a real estate company and it had a drone flying over a neighborhood and you're just like you know hurry up and get more money for your house and blah 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 and I thought yeah this is what I want to do this is better <laughs> so yeah a lot of fun yeah, yeah Upwork's pretty cool like my first job on Upwork because I joined Upwork after um, Fiverr. It took me a bit to get through the gatekeepers on Upwork. And um, one of my I first jobs... I remember that very well. <laughs> the gatekeepers. <laughs> I think my, it was like my second or third job, and it was for Lime Electric for their mopeds. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It was like an and actual that, that commercial. I was like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Really nice. and, then, uh, and then they hired me subsequently to be the voice of their, their in-app tutorial for those same mopeds. That's neat. That's I really thought you said inept, not in app. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that was really straightforward, Louise. <laughs> no, well, that's up for, I mean, it's up for debate. I've never tried their moments. <laughs> I have. I've eaten shit on them multiple times. Uh oh. Good times on Dirty Sixth Street in Austin, Texas. Oh, boy. Anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. Troy, let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you get, do you get a request for, um, Personal, personal usage for any projects. Personal usage. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, know the men, the men, or 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 women. I don't usually uh, get the women, but do you ever get odd requests? One, I've had one. 
It was very What hard. was it? Um, I can't remember what We're going the script, into the depths. I, 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 yeah, I can't remember what the script was. They actually sent me the script, and when I saw it, I said, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that. It was mm. it was a fetish type thing, and and it's just like I really like your southern deep baritone voice, and I'd like you to say <laughs> these things, and and I was like, uh, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I, it, if it hadn't been too far that way, I probably would have done it, but it was really bad. I mean, I, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not. A, I, I just I just couldn't fake it for her. That's all I can tell you. Mm. I couldn't do it. But yeah, yeah, yeah guys I guess, get I it guess too. men we don't get, get a it lot. As much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say because I've gotten quite a few, and it's gone down since my rates have gotten higher. But I'm mm-hmm. sure it's it's probably a little bit less for men, I would think. Yeah, and I, I saw a string uh, that was being discussed on maybe it was a Facebook group or somewhere yesterday, and and you know the guys were saying, yeah, we get them too, just not as much, but yeah, we definitely do. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, for sure. And I know you had referred uh, a young man to me a few weeks ago that was in Texas, and he was in college. They had no money. They were doing a school project, and I did his VO for him, didn't charge him a dime, but I will get back a pretty nicely produced video uh, when they're done because it's, it's a college TV station, and they're you know they were putting all that together. So I appreciate that, and and that will oh, nice. probably be something cool. that may end up you know to use for a sample for somebody. You never know. I, I am finding, I, and I put the word Texas in some of my descriptions and some of my um, I don't know whatever on Fiverr, and I'm starting to get a lot more inquiries and stuff from Texas, oh, awesome. Oklahoma, whatever. So it's just it's it's odd. It just takes one word to help you out a little, but. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, what about favorite part of voiceover or the favorite type of voiceovers that you like to do, um, Louise? What's your favorite? I mean, what as far as genre, niche, whatever, I mean, we all, we do everything. But which one, when it comes in and hits the inbox, you go, oh, yeah, baby. Uh, character gigs, for sure. Yep. When I get a really good script in front of me that's got like a good story, and a really well fleshed out character. I mean, even if it's brief and it's just I get to kind of use my imagination and just do whatever I want with the character. Mm-hmm. That stuff's really fun for me because, you know, I haven't been on stage obviously since the start of COVID. So I super mess it. So when I get to do that in the booth, it's like, yes, yeah. you know. But to be honest, I, I love it all. Like there's, I don't do any IVR stuff. I had a gig up for it, and it just never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. I would think that that would be really boring for me, but um, I like it all. I love, I, I do quite a bit of e-learning, and I I, I, I tend to be able to kind of um, personalize it and, and not have it sound super dry and corporate. So people seem to really like me for that as well. And mm-hmm. and I do feel like there is a creative aspect to that too. And obviously with, with commercial reads as well. Um, it's not just character where you get to be creative, which is sort of uh, a misconception, mm-hmm. I think. So an audiobooks, I love doing audiobooks. They're they're a slog, um, but I'm now you know I'm charging industry rates. So like I I do audiobooks through Fiverr and Upwork at industry uh, standard rates, and and those are you know it's on the lower end uh, in terms of pay for voiceover, but um, it's really nice to immerse yourself in a story, you know, even mm-hmm. if it's nonfiction. Right. Um, so, yeah, I kind of love it all. Cool. Cool. All right, Alice, your turn. I think if I did audiobooks, I would just gently weep into my scripts. I don't <laughs> like anything longer than like 10 minutes. I just, I can't. <laughs> I get like sweaty. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I need a nap. Um, I would say my bread and butter is probably like ecology, young, bubbly, conversational. But I really like the sassy, comedic ones where I can have more personality. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe that's where the resting bitch face comes in. <laughs> <laughs> because then I can then I can use it to my full advantage. Um, but no, I think those are my favorite, the ones where I can actually have personality and, and be me and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, what about I, you, Troy? I'm kind of the same way because to me, voiceover is hopefully being yourself and, and being able to be yourself. So me, typically, yeah, I'm a, I, I like to cut up. I like to have a big time. I like to laugh. Uh, and so when I get the stuff that's a little snarky and smart-assy, I like it. 
Uh, I really enjoy mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, uh, I, I think before you joined us, Louise, I was telling Alice I had uh, you know had not gotten anything from this agency the first two weeks, and then this week I've gotten stuff. And one I got today was one line, and it said something about, "Are you going to stand there and keep staring at the refrigerator?" Something like that. And it said you have to you know be agitated, you know slightly agitated. And uh, so I started off slightly agitated, and I did four takes. And by the time I got to the last one, it sounded like I was going to bust a blood vessel. And that's, <laughs> you know, so I get, I'll give you four extremes of what you want. But I love doing that. But the crazy thing of that, the whoever wins that job, $750 for that sentence. Wow. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So that's that's where when yeah. people say, well, the agencies, who needs an agent? You know, I'm very busy over here. Well, if, if it pays that. I do. Start, My bills those, do. Yeah. That's that's me. I'm there. Yeah. I, you know, I'd love to just, you know, and it was the same way when I got on Voices. I thought, God, if I could just get a, one job a week or two jobs a week. And then when you finally do get one mm-hmm. or two a week, and, and of course, un- crazily, mine are all freaking video trailers. Um, it's 80% really? of what I get on there. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You just and, got that uh, voice. And, and, but but it's not the voice you'd think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, huh. it's, it's really it's, funny. Uh, I've heard it. It's great. It's hilarious. I, I do get some yeah. for a Warpath game that it's a old gruff, you know, get your ass in here and you need to get a military strike on this place here. But it's normally this nerdy, nasally, high-pitched thing that I do. And, uh, Wait, or, uh, Troy, you yeah. can't just drop that in here like it's just casual and then not do it. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's see. The, like, I, I can't picture this voice coming out of you. Okay. <laughs> so me, this needs see. to be broadcasted to the it's world. Amazing. It's really I'm funny. so excited. I don't, I don't have a, uh, something to read, so I'm just going to just going to make something up that. If you're coming in here to Warpath, you're coming in here for a minute. And what you need to do is hurry up and grab your guns because we're going to get all the money and we're going to run and hide it in a cave. And if you want some, you better come on right now. It's that. Yeah. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo, my friend. It's that crap. I was yeah. not expecting that. <laughs> and and I, I was auditioning and auditioning and it said, do it in an, you know, be an excited, passionate announcer. So you know what I'm doing? Well, an announcer voice and da 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 da. And I thought, I'm never getting these. So one day I said, you know what? I'm going to go way left field as far as I can go. And I dropped that in there and bang, shortlisted. I said, huh. And the next wow. day, next day awarded the job. And then I started using that voice in 70% of the auditions for them. And I don't always get them, but I'll get two to three a week. And they don't pay That's a, a really good wow. lesson. In, um, that's a great lesson in risk taking, I think. Right. Yeah. Auditions. Right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I had a coach. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're not like going to do that similar. for like you know a crust commercial, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what <laughs> for character uh, stuff? What my coach says is is when you think you've gone probably too far, go a little bit further. Go and, a little bit further. And, uh, and, hmm. and always give you know and stuff like that. Give three takes and give the one you think they they want to hear, and then give the one that you're interpreting, and then give a third one that is just out the window. And many, many times you know, my, that third one I've gotten booked. My coach said the same thing. He said, do a couple takes, and then the last one be a wild card take, and just do it mm-hmm. however you want. Yeah. And he told me about how many uh, people get booked for these random reads they did, and it's great because it just sounds different than everything else. Look at you yeah. finding your money yeah. voice in a in a nasally <laughs> yeah, tone really like odd. that. <laughs> really odd. And, and I've, I've had the same advice, too, and they'll they'll tell you, you know, throw it away, throw it away. I went through a three-hour um, improv class with Scott Parkin, and you talk about something that will stretch you out. Oh, my gosh. He only does a couple Yeah, I've of done years. a lot of improv. It's, it's hard. It, yeah. And it's really, you, you will grow so much. It's amazing. Yeah, they'll just throw stuff at you out of the blue, and it's crazy. It'll make you think differently when you read a script, for sure. For yeah. sure. So if you get an opportunity to do some of that, yeah, it really helps. Um, so you're, you're, both, you're both in this full time, so I don't get to ask that famous question we get to ask a lot of people is, well, what's your plan? How, you know, are you going to try to go full time? So you're, you're really in this. So run me mm-hmm. through a day in the life or, you know, whether it's, you know, here, here was Dane's thing. Dane works about four hours a day. 
uh, he was very adamant about that. He said, there's some days, he, you know, he goes a little later, but he says it's normally what he calls a solid four-hour workday. So how does that work for you guys, um, Alice? Uh, I apparently took a page from the Book of Dane because for the most part, so, I mean, the reason I got into voiceover was because I had this radical life shift mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever, and I just kind of realized, like, I just wasn't happy working full-time. And I feel like that's such a, like, millennial thing to say. It's like, I'm not working a full-time job. But I really am just, that's just not me as a person. Um, and so I kind of did the same thing. I'm generally, I'm working from about noon to four. Um, I might answer emails before that and stuff like that. But my workday is generally pretty short. I wake up, uh, put all my scripts in a document. Um, harass Louise a couple times in the morning and then I'll go record and then I edit and I'm usually done by like four or five I would say mm-hmm. um, but that's and I mean honestly like you had mentioned like I guess goals for voiceover I'm really okay with with just I, I don't want to work an eight-hour day I want to be able to enjoy my life and you know pick up all the puppy poop that I keep finding around the yard and and watch him gnaw on my fingers because he's a puppy. Like, I want to be able to have a life. And mm-hmm. I'm very, very fortunate that voiceover allows me to do that and the, circ- the circumstances I'm in now. So, yep, I'm on the same page as Dane. That's awesome. I mean, it really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, isn't that the goal that everyone in the world would like to, to have, you know? And, and that's probably why there's all these people getting in. And that, that's something I'm going to hit on in a minute is... Uh, all the newbie stuff. So, Louise, what's your schedule like? What do you typically do in a day? Um, well, it's, I'm in a slightly different situation because I'm still trying to get my earnings up uh, to where I where I really want them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, obviously, I, I don't get the volume of what Alice gets in terms of orders. Um, my actual time spent recording, obviously, is minimal unless it's a long-form project. So it can vary. <clears throat> excuse me but I tend to spend more time like like I'm more likely put in like an eight or nine hour day because I'll be doing other stuff like I'm you know I'm I'm scouring up work for for jobs or putting in auditions on VDC or trying to figure out new gigs to put up on Fiverr or um, looking through the groups for nuggets of information like it's just kind of all consuming um, and in fact I have to take a step back uh in the next couple of days because I've basically had 10 weeks of this because it's been such a slow summer for me. Um, I know some people are in the same boat, but uh, I have to take a step back because it, because it's been so slow, I have the opposite reaction where I spend more time on it because I'm trying to, you know, drum up business. But mm-hmm. a good friend of mine who's also a voiceover artist gave me a bit of a pep talk the other day and said, you're going to burn yourself out. And it's kind of one of those things where, he, he was like, I guarantee if you step away from this, start taking some time for yourself over the next, like, week, all of a sudden you'll be refreshed and things will start happening. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. And and I think the cool thing is, like, as, as a freelancer, you do actually have that freedom. And you can take time off whenever you want. Like, if you want to just say, you know what, Friday at noon, I'm done for the day. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. So... Yeah, I don't know if that totally answers your question because it's kind of all over the place for me. Like, I don't no, really no, no, put it down at the moment. That's, that's I don't, perfect. I don't, I don't walk away from it right now. Yeah, it's perfect because that's the difference. Is one of the things that, that I try to accomplish on this podcast is I want people to hear what their peers are doing. Um, you know, right. that's why we had, you know, like Brad on. That's why we had Trevor. Um, you know, of course, Trevor being person who had jumped in full-time and now he's offering this service and that service and doing a lot of different things. I get that. I want people to hear the differences in the avenues. So let me circle back to, you know, we all have been in different groups and pages and and whatever as we've grown on these journeys and we're, we're trying to, you know, get our business going. Have you ever seen so many people jumping into this and the number of people jumping in and what, you know, how does that affect you or what do you think of it? You're on, we're on there trying to help them and give advice, but sometimes you feel like you're answering the same 15 questions every day, every week, whatever. Um, does there come a point where you go, look, I'm, I'm losing my energy 
doing this. I'm, I'm, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be focusing on this, this, this. And I noticed both of you uh, are helpful to people on there, and I try to do the same. So do we, <laughs> and I'm not being, gosh, I hope nobody listening will say, well, he's just being a jerk. You know, No, I'm not. I'm just saying it gets to a point <laughs> no. because you have to decide in that nine-hour day, Louise, how much of that time is spent on these pages and sites and doing things. And I, I pulled mm-hmm. the plug on about seven groups this week. I said, I can't do this yeah. anymore. It's taking up too much time. So uh, just opinions on that, you know, on, on the influx of people and what you're seeing and what, what kind of advice can we give them as an overall, Alice? I think the only thing that bothers me about when new people try to get information is when they don't do any basic research before asking questions. Um, this was especially the case. I had that article that came out. I was featured in on Business Insider. And after that, I probably got 40 messages, emails, um, LinkedIn, and they all said the same thing. How do I make money on Fiverr? How do I get in, in, involved in voiceover? And that's the only part that bothers me is when people do no research at all. Like, I'm, I'm happy if you want to ask me specific questions, um, stuff like that. I'm happy to answer questions. And, you know, like, I w- everyone was in the same place. And there seems to be an air of superiority in, in some of the Facebook groups for new people. And oh, people are just really rude. And we all started there. We're, we're all at the beginning at some point, And we all had questions, like the same questions, whatever. Um, my only recommendation is just look up the basics of getting involved. Like, look up uh, the, the path for most people you buy equipment, get coaching, uh, get a demo when you're ready and start applying or, you know, look up the different types of soundproofing options, stuff like that. Like get the basics out of the way. And I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Um, But as you mentioned before, there is definitely like helper burnout. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I'm really giving in terms of knowledge. And there's times where I've been like, okay, you spent a half hour today answering questions on Facebook. Um, your your neck hurts. Your shoulder hurts. You uh, haven't eaten in six days. Maybe you should get off the computer and go take care of yourself. So mm-hmm. there definitely needs to be a balance because I find myself helping people a lot. But I know I don't, I don't know. I'm I I guess especially because I only started my voiceover stuff about a year and a half ago. I'm like extra mm-hmm. like trying to help people. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Luis? Yeah, I mean, I would, <clears throat> I would echo uh, what Alice said, that, that it's really important to do your own, you know, due diligence on this. Like, you don't just breeze into a group and be like, How, where do I find jobs? Like, it's, it's, really, um, it's really arrogant, I think, to expect that people would just be, like, hand it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, We've all, like like Alice said, we all started somewhere. And, like, I know for me, I did a ton of research before I even, you know, jumped in and, and got started, you know, on the first site. Um, and, and coaching and all that stuff, too, came before that. And I garnered some stuff by just sitting and watching in those group in the, in the Facebook groups and just being part of the community and, you know, asking a question here or there. If it's something would come up in a thread, I'd ask for, like, clarification. But... These sort of like broad questions are, it's just, I mean, it's a waste of everyone's time. Um, it's a waste of your time. Like you can find all of this on YouTube for the mm-hmm. most part. Like, the, and, and the other thing is there's a million different opinions on how to approach it. And you're going to have to decide for yourself what's going to work for you, what sits well with you and for your life and your goals. And there's no one right answer. So... Mm-hmm. You know, you can't take the answers as dogmatic. I know there's some groups that are really dogmatic about certain opinions on uh, where you should be finding work, where you shouldn't be finding work, and that's a point of contention. And and you do see that, and that's okay. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but you you know you have to sit back and and do what's right for you. So, and I you know in terms of the volume of people. I anticipate it dropping off now that COVID's kind of on its way out and people are heading back into the office. Like, you know, I think there's a there's probably a large portion of the population that thinks this is really easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not rocket science. But people science, told but me takes... I had a, had a nice voice. 
<laughs> yeah, it takes skill. It takes practice. <laughs> it takes coaching. It takes a lot of know-how and a lot of effort. And if your heart's not in it and you don't want to put in, you know, the time and the elbow grease and the sweat and the blood and the tears, uh, you know, you probably won't do it for very long, which mm-hmm. is okay. You can try stuff and have it not work out too. But um, yeah, that's, I don't know if that's... I ramble. Yeah, well, well you, and you hit the nail on the head. Here, here are three of us, all totally different in how we've, you know, how quickly things have happened, or how slowly things have happened, or how we've went about it. All three of us are right in what we did. You know, there's, there's no wrong yeah. in what we did, but it it may not work for somebody else. Um, and, and I'm, you know, that's why I have the VO Life page. I'm happy to help people, but it's also there to where other people can help them. Um, I don't restrict. Uh, who's who throws out a coach's name I don't care you know bring up coach's name if yeah. they've coached you and it worked for you then it might work for them I'll I'll tell you who who coached me and who worked for me who I thought did better for me and whatever and you can take that and do with it what you will you're not going to get penalized on there for bringing up yeah you know what I know, I really appreciate your group your group for that because there is no gatekeeping there's no guardedness it's it's like <clears throat> we can all offer those resources for mm-hmm. free. However, I will say it, it's not a knock on anybody who is trying to um, bolster their coaching services or whatever services they may have. That makes sense for their business model. Yeah. But, you know, the cool thing about your group is it's not it's not an integral part of your business. I mean, obviously, there's some self-promotion involved there, but um, just because it's you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's sort of as far as it goes, which I think is is really awesome. Yeah, I, I just don't have any intent to sell anything or coach yeah. or do anything. I, you know, I've been doing this just over a year. I'm not qualified. And, you know, after I've done it five years or ten years, then maybe I'm qualified. But I'm not. So I'm just not going to do it. Um, so a couple of run through a couple of quick answer things because I know we're pressing into uh, uh, quite a while. And, and I try to keep these things definitely under an hour because I don't want people to be uh, – bored to death and and they're not going to be bored with this because this is the stuff that they're really wanting to hear i mean they people do they want to hear what you can just all delete all of my comments <laughs> oh no 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 you'll find out i don't do very much editing not much at all um f- five years down the road let's just say voiceover is not working what's 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 the do you have a backup plan either of you or have you thought about that what if you know let me throw the, the, the curves in there because you're hearing right now, especially here in Tennessee, oh, COVID cases are up 360%. And it's bad in Texas. It's bad in Florida. And here it's coming back. We got a second wave. And, you know, who knows if things get bad? We don't know. This, you know, this country's nuts right now. So it, do you have a backup plan or you say, if this doesn't work or no, I'm, I'm going to stick with this. I'm going to give it all I got. I'm hanging with it. Luis. Yeah. So as I kind of said before, I think one of the problems that I that I kind of had my entire life with not really fully pursuing acting was that I constantly had a backup plan. And I heard somebody say once it was something I was watching that was somewhat motivational. And it was a I think it was a writer or somebody. And, and he said, if you make a plan B, it'll become your plan A. And I've mm. never forgotten that. Because I think, you know, this is what I've always wanted to do. Why mm-hmm. would I give myself an out? Right. You know, the out should right. have been 15 years ago in, in a job that I, not that it was terrible, but it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted to do. Like, not mm-hmm. really, truly. So, so I just, there is no option for me to fail. And I don't believe I will fail. And mm. um, I, it's just not, it's not even on my radar, to be honest. That's awesome. Uh, that's attitude I have a lot of faith in myself, even though it's not, you know, I'm not where I want to be right now. But I also have a lot of patience and a lot of tenacity. And I think you need that in business. You need to stick with it. And the people who fail are the people who give up. Right. And you're on an upward trend, you know, and that's yes. that's what I keep talking about even on my own. Maybe month to month. Maybe I didn't make as much this month as last month. But if I did, you know, a certain number of jobs and it was more money per job that is an upward trend in one way. So I'm trying to Mm -hmm. look, am I climbing and doing what I need to do? So I I can pretty well tell before I ask uh, Alice what her answer is going to be, but I I 
Let's, let's see what she says. Wait, now I need to know what you're thinking. Okay, I'll talk first. Okay. I'm my answer is definitely the like dirty hippie about to live on a bus route. Um I don't know. If 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 voiceover dried up, I would just find something else to do. Um that's the really lame answer. I think like if I could have a dream job, I would travel the country doing weird things and documenting it and making YouTube videos. Like if I had a beekeeper in Idaho, be like, come over, I'm going to send you into the bees. We can document it. I would be like, yes. And then the next week, somebody's like, I have a kimono dragon and um, I need you to give him a pedicure. That would be my dream job. Documenting all the weird things I could do around the country. Um, Yeah, but that's, that's, yeah, I got nothing. But I need to know what you were thinking because. Wait, Alice, what I was, can I interrupt (laughs) for a sec? I I was going to say is that Alice could also maybe just become an Emmy winning writer. Oh, Yeah. Well, she yeah. is an Emmy winning writer. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's that's the painful truth that Luis just reminded me of. <laughs> oh, I was only nominated. No, I was only nominated. I didn't win it. So maybe one so day I could be an Emmy winning. <laughs> yeah, but I good, but though. I didn't I didn't win it though. So maybe that could be my five year plan. <laughs> maybe actually winning it this time. <laughs> just winning it. You know what? Uh, I think being nominated is is still amazing. So that whatever. Is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is. Now, what what my my thought was, whatever it is, it'll be freelancing and, and living freely. You know, that was what I thought. You're was. damn right, Troy. Yep. 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 So, it's it comes across good, even with the bitch face. It comes across great. I got you. <laughs> I mean, I will add that, of course, it is my dream to like own a bunch of horses and just take people on horseback rides through like the countryside. Or mm. or train dogs for for like as guide dogs, but that doesn't pay. That's a volunteer thing. So, <laughs> but I have dreams, guys. I have other so, interests. So as, a, so as you know, when your voiceover <laughs> thing gets, you know, you get steadier with your voiceover, and you can work those four hour days. You can go do that other thing for four hours. Yes, hours exactly. That's exactly. what it's all about, and that's what I'm trying to get to. I've got a dozen horses here, and you know, I would like yeah, I to do what? something with them. Yeah. And I'd like to yeah. do something with them to help people or have, you know, therapy, uh, you know, have some, some round pins out there and let them come and be in the round pin with the horse and just rub on them and talk to them. Cause I oh, my God. Many Troy, I'm going to so. pay you a visit. Yes. Yeah, come on by. Oh, we're yes. going come to visit, by. Alice. We are going. Yep. <gasps> Let's take a field trip. Come on down. I'll fly but down the, to your the, the, the deal we is. Down together. <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> And they're mostly rideable, so yeah, we you know we'll throw some. Mostly, I'll pick yeah. I'll pick the one that just throws me off and kicks no, me in the well, face. <laughs> I got one here. It broke my wife's hip several years ago, and we know. Oh, we, we know who not to get on. Horses so are big and scary. They okay, can thank be. you. Yeah, they can be for sure. So let's give everybody a last piece of advice or a comment or whatever you want it to be, your parting comment as we close up the podcast. And before we do that, let me thank you both. I know we talked about this for a few weeks and I've really, uh, of course, I've I've talked to Luis a lot more, but it was really fun to get to know you better, Alice. I've enjoyed it and getting to hear about your, your free living, your free spirited and, and all the fun stuff and, and uh, uh, hearing about, you know, your career path and and of course we've watched you we see you on fiverr and we hear you in the in the groups and we know how you're doing and it's fantastic to see somebody that just you know takes off like that and and yeah we'll just tell you we're jealous as hell we really are (laughs) um and and can't help it we just are but drop drop something out there whether it's a comment advice whatever you'd like to say is your parting shot as we leave this episode louise first please um Parting comment is something that we haven't touched on, which is finding your tribe. So I have very sort of naturally and organically made some absolutely incredible friendships um, throughout my journey. Troy, I think, was, you know, you were one of the first people that I think he reached out to me and, and we just, you know, we just hit it off. And, well, we had a and common it's been like enemy. an incredible... <laughs> What's that? We had a common enemy. (laughs) (laughs) It's been an incredible source of support. Um, And then, you know, of course, our mutual friend, Brad Grahowski, who's just amazing and and a great voiceover artist as well. 
Um, and then becoming friends with Leanne has been, you know, we call each other a ride or die VO friend. Um, <laughs> it's just been fantastic. Like, I feel like I've made more solid connections and friendships through this journey than I ever have in anything else in my life. So I'm mm-hmm. getting a little emotional. <laughs> but that's what I would <gasps> say. So it's like, find your tribe and don't force things. Like, you will naturally connect with certain people and um, and you'll you'll find it. Just be open and, you know, be helpful and, you know, um, optimistic and it'll happen. Awesome. Awesome. That was Love adorable. It. A plus. All right. I give it a ten. Uh, mine is uh, okay. I'm going to preface this by saying I know I am in a uh, place of privilege on Fiverr, but stop trying to figure out that algorithm. Stop. Stop overthinking it. Make make tweaks. Do what you can. Make your profile the best you can. Get it critiqued. Get it looked at. But do not waste hours of your day trying to figure out a computer. It's not going to happen. I've heard things you should do, things you shouldn't do. My profile sucks, com- uh, like, according to some people. We can't figure it out. It's, it's yeah. n- just, just, mm-hmm. just stop. <laughs> like, yeah. do the best you can, but that's it. That's it. Don't, don't it's, it can be soul sucking. Don't, don't waste your life on it. Awesome. Yeah, Good and advice. it's also one of those things, yeah, it's also one of those things where, um, it's like the old adage, if you, like, you hyper-focus on something, like, it, it's, that's going to be the outcome. So if you're constantly going, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? Everything's going to be wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll just make you it know? worse. You'll just make it yeah. worse. You Control what you can control. Control yeah. your demo. Exactly. Control your demo. Control your, your thumbnail. Make it pretty. Make control, your demo yeah, good. Yeah, get coaching. You know, do all the things. Get yeah. coaching. Get your room done. Control your environment and, and put it out there. Put You know, and if it's good, it will eventually be bought if it's good, my belief. And if you and sound remember, like a robot, people will call you out on it. Yes, they will. And and, and remember, <laughs> your voice your voice is not going to be liked by everybody. Uh, and don't let it hurt your feelings. If you're you got to be tough, you got to have tough skin. And rejection is the name of the game uh, in voiceover. And once you get used yes. to it, then the victories become even better. And and when you're passed up, it doesn't bother you as much anymore. You'll get there. It just takes a while. Yeah. Thank you both so very much, so very much Thank for your you. time. Thank you. Try. Uh, I, w- I don't doubt that there will be requests to please bring them back. They're so funny. So we'll be <laughs> prepared us. for that. Um, everybody have a great week. We're all three waving goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Yep. Love you uh-huh. guys. Thank oh my God, you. I really did too. That's the funny part. I actually did start waving like a. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm all blowing right. kisses at you both. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you. Those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. The VO Life intro is by Louise Porter. The outro by Liz Moya. You can pick us up on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and many other podcast carriers. Need to send me an email? Do it today. Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Thanks for listening.